Hey, this is Chad. You're in conversation. We're in New York City, July 16th. I'm with Chris and Tina, and we're going to do the Three Stooges. Ready? Hello. 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 Who is that fourth guy? Anyway? Who is that fourth man? <laughs> so you guys, grande. we lived in New York a grande. All, all no, we left. We left 27 years ago. Where did you well, go? We, we lived 50 miles um, northeast on the, on the Sound okay. in Connecticut. Oh, you're Connecticut people. Yeah, we have yes. been for a while. I don't know. Okay. I think they call them Connecticuters. Connecticuters. But, but I always wanted it to be Connecticutions. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like, better. Like, that yeah. sounds less cutting. But, 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 <laughs> but I learned that that's where Yankee the term Yankee comes from because the, when the Dutch first came to you know, New York and Connecticut uh, the British would teasingly call them Jan Cheese Jan Cheese? Yes, the every, they're all named Jan and they all sell oh. cheese <laughs> so, right? so they call them Jan Cheese oh he's a Jan Cheese and that became Yankee Wow okay. But we've lived in we lived in New York for a long time before we made the move up to Connecticut. Even though that was a long yeah. time ago too. Yeah, right. we, this is where we got our our you know this is where our musical roots are now. Yeah, but meeting meeting you guys met up at at, at the at the art school in Rhode Island, right? Yeah, Rhode Island mm-hmm. School of Design. I drink out of that one. I'll mix it. I'll go crazy. No, this is for the Oh, but it's different <laughs> A very good year this Yes, time. yes. Mm. The same test. <laughs> only the finest. Thank you. Here what? You guys met, you met up? And, yeah. and I know that you're, you're a painter and a sculptor, and, and were you doing that then? Well, I, I didn't do too much sculpture, but... Uh, Painting, yes. Painting, and we, yeah. That's what that's what we were studying. In fact, we have degrees in painting. Are you painting degrees? <laughs> we yes, Bachelor of Fine Arts they yeah. call it. Uh-huh. And um, you can get one of those for sculpture also, or or printmaking or whatever. But but yeah, uh, it was a great place, RISD they call it. Yeah. And uh, that's where we we uh, we met David Byrne there. We met a lot of cool people there. So we're st- who are still and, and our and friends band, to the something f- about yeah all my favorite English band you know did any of you guys go to art school we, no no we barely got through high school <laughs> no, actually, did you grow up in L A I did not I grew up in Michigan oh in Michigan I grew up outside of Detroit oh okay yeah and um, no so I mean that's good a, for that's you a, that's a cool place for artists today good good. good Good artist town. Yeah. Good music it's, town, it's, of course. It's, boy, it's rough there, though. Right? It is Detroit. rough. I, I, it's rough, but it's the rent is, you know, it's doable for an artist. Yeah, yeah. A lot of great artists oh, oh, live there now. It's good for people, people on a low budget, yes. Yeah. But, yeah. but, I mean, you know, I never saw so many boarded up places as the wow. last time we were there, which was about a little over a year ago. Yeah. No, it's, it's really... It was horrifying, actually, because know, it too, it, you know, because Detroit was such a such it, a cool it, place. It's such a great city, such an important industrial city to yeah. America, you know, and, and yeah. to 
That's the fault of the politicians. Oh my God! They destroyed they've, they've, it. But the community, but the community it. is doing its own thing now. I think. Yeah, From I what think I so. I think so. I think you're right. I hope somebody can uh, turn it around. Hi. How are you? Can they have the menus and I have one too? Thank you. Have you guys eaten here before? No. No. Who? I didn't pick no, this place. No, it's completely you. amazing. <laughs> Ooh, I can eat like a pope here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How does the pope eat? It says so. It has that, been widely reported oh, by the Italian press that Bagna Cauda is a favorite. Eat like a pope. pope really? What it says. Let's eat like like a pope. A it's a pope. classic dish oh, I of, see it. of Piedmont. Pope of, of uh, Piedmont. Pope France. <laughs> but I thought I thought he lived. I thought he was from uh, Argentina. The yeah. new pope is, yeah. yeah. And they yeah. say that the pope's family still resides. We, you know, we were just in Italy. Maybe this, is, maybe this is an old menu. We were just in well, Italy. It is pope Francis. And um, uh, right. you know, you know how in Europe the gas stations are really great, and they have like all that you can take a shower there yeah, yeah, and if you're like, on a tour bus you can you can buy any number of cookies or candies or ice creams <laughs> or what magazines novels or you can get a giant gift package that has like all all things related to the pope like his autobiography <laughs> an autograph poster oh well, everyone wants uh, that uh, a hat. Yeah, really? You got it all. A hat that says like Francesco on it. Oh, and um, Papa Francesco. Uh -huh. it's, it's so great. I love the gas stations of Europe for that. <clears throat> yeah, they're not the, 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 the greasy no, tank, you know. No. In Germany, I was tempted, I was actually tempted to buy, we stopped at a truck stop. I was actually tempted to buy one of those fluorescent green like guys who work on the highway jackets that they have over there. It's very well tailored and kind of sharp looking in there. Bright fluorescent green. I, I, I managed, I managed to hold off. Well, you know, they're required. If, if you, for your car, you're required to have one of those in your car as, oh, part, of, as oh, part of your emergency kit. Oh, in case you have kit. a flat tire. Mm -hmm. You're supposed uh -huh. to wear it. On the Autobahn. Yeah, or oh. anywhere in Europe. Oh, oh, well, that's why they have them there. Yeah, we, ha we, you, we have one in the Clio. Oh, do we? Mm -hmm. My dad got one yeah. for the Clio. We have a, a really old little Renault Clio. Runs like a little singer sewing machine. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, it's true. It's like true. 200,000 miles. On. It does, but you know, they they operate a faster RPM than American cars. It's Okay. That's why they have to drive so fast. You can't slow down in those cars. You have to. That's why they have those roundabouts. You know, they don't have stops. Yeah, you know, just just, like, just yeah. got to keep going because it's it's yeah. not going to idle at a slow pace. It's got to keep going. I'm learning stuff. I didn't know any of this. This is great. You guys, you guys have toured Europe, though. We've toured Europe many times. Yeah, but you probably tour it very differently from the way we do. Well, you I probably don't know. tour it en luxe. 
with a with the double decker bus. Well, you know, for the last. You probably each have your own bus. No, we actually <laughs> and, we fly. And do you, do you have in-ears and, and you each have your own like little in-ear setup like Live has on stage? Live has, they each, each one is his own monitor man. Oh yeah, Contro oh, oh, yeah. I've seen the guys each, with the little, yeah, right next to them. They have them. right next to them on a little, yeah. On a Who's little, that? Who? Live. The band the live? The band live, uh-huh. They Are each they have that. Live? Yeah, uh, they actually re they started up again. I think they reformed, they're making a new record okay. with a new lead singer, because the lead, yeah, the lead singer, Ed, 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 Ed Kowalczyk. He's Ed solo. flew the coup. Okay, so, yeah, that's what I thought like years ago. And that, I think they waited like 10 years or something for him to come back and then they decided to continue without him. But anyway, uh, what were we talking about? We in were talking monitors? about in-ear monitors. <laughs> <laughs> no, how how, well, how we probably red we hot know chili how we peppers. Tour. You guys tour, fly. You guys have very, a private very jet. Nicely. Well, we we've been very <laughs> fortunate that you know it's probably since '95 or '97 um, that the best, the easiest, and best way around, although not the most cost-effective is to hire a charter of an airplane and fly from the, uh -huh. you know, and, But and you guys can do that because you've, you've wor you worked really hard to get to that hard. spot and and so it's and so really you can easier. do that because because you you have worked a huge amount of hours people have no idea we put, they our, have, we put our hours they in. have no idea and, not, and, and I mean, just the amount of videos alone that you have done, <laughs> I have to say, videos, oh, they, and videos take a long time to make. They are People so many four hours. minute clip and they're like, oh, you know, that that's, must have took a few couple hours to put together. Yeah, know. people I, have no idea. Well, you, you and we remember when video budgets were really high, right, right. but now. It's not like that anymore. I mean, certain artists, yes, uh, Beyonce or or Macklemore or whatever. They have. It seems like they have a pretty high budget. But but uh, our, our, our last video we practically made for free. Well, thanks to our thanks to our director, director who contributed his services. Who was incredibly generous. But you know. Otherwise, and, and there would have been none. There's, there's no yeah. way, there's no way that MTV or whatever is going to play it. But MTV so it just ends up on you. I know. So it ends up on YouTube, which is great because that's what all the kids want to see anyway. YouTube is the place. Yes. Yeah. Definitely, it it's it the most happening place. Yeah. Everything, everything is there. Everything is there. I can watch videos of about a 16-year-old Japanese squirrel named Hyuta. And your kids would love it. Hyuta is 16. And now, is that old and squirrel for squirrel? Oh, for sure. That's an old squirrel. Yeah, that's an old squirrel. Japanese. Yeah, he's Where living he in it? Japan. What? Yeah. And he went through all the earthquakes and the tsunami and everything. And uh, and he's it's it's just fantastic oh, to cool. I that on YouTube you can go and you can watch hedgehogs having a bath, yeah. taking a bath. That's that's awesome. <laughs>
I love it. Those, those, those are the kinds Check of this out. Those are the kind. Exactly. And those then are the, the other things linked to the things those that you the, like. Yeah. Or, or but those a good hedgehog will do very interesting things in your. But bathtub. those are the kinds of things that cal- <laughs> that calm me down. I mean, there are other ones about how to skin a squirrel in one. You know. You know. People who shoot squirrels and skin them, you know, you can see those YouTube videos too if you're, if that's, that's your. That's, you, you, you know, it has everything. You know, it really it, does. It's a new medium yeah. for whatever you're interested in. Just blink, 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 and there's like. Yeah. It all comes Do you know what you'd and like, how to Tina? play have ukulele? You, have you had a chance to look? Oh, yes. Are you going to eat I like know, the Pope? Who's I eating know, like the Pope? Christmas. I, I definitely want a pasta. No, when, when were you guys in Italy? We just came we back, came back came on came Sunday. Back. Day before yesterday. You're kidding. Yeah. No. Oh my God. It was so wonderful. Well, we, we did a tour of um, the UK. We played Glastonbury Festival. Oh, with the Rolling oh. Stones? The no, day before the Stones, we were but, with but let me tell you who we played that shared the stage with Sheik. That was oh, so great. Nile Rogers. Yes. Yeah, Nile was Nile fabulous. Nile. He's a nice guy. Yes. Like he He's lives. In fact, talented. he lives near us. He's a neighbor of ours yeah. in Connecticut, and uh, great guy. He's. I'm very happy for him because he's had a rough period with. Um, uh, well, first l- cancer. You know. Losing Bernard too. I yeah. mean, that yeah. was rough. Losing, yeah. losing friends. Uh, the the Bernard died. Tony, Tony the died. drummer, died. Yeah. Um, he lost a lot of friends, and and then um, he himself and had he that himself bout. had a, a serious battle with cancer, and he he, he seemed fine. Oh, on he's stage. beat it. He's beat it. You know, he's he's gone AA and everything. But, he's but great. We did that. We did. Um, well, and he has that huge hit with Daft Punk. Oh my which God! It, which you can't go anywhere in the world and not is hear it, that song. That's, that's yeah, his guitar sound. Totally. I mean, when he plays yeah. his guitar on stage, you say, "Oh my that's God, him. that's it." And that's, that's the, the sound. Uh, that's the greatest. Though, when any, whether it's on record or live or whatever, you go see somebody, and especially guitar player, but but any instrument, of course, and it's just like it doesn't really matter what. They're playing, but the sound of them playing—you know it's him. Eyes are closed, and you know who it is. That's that's. It's yeah. So distinctive. So distinctive, but that's a rare thing. It's a rare thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I bet you have it. No, I don't. I don't think so. But so my wife's like, and she's not super musically inclined, which is great. She's an architect. Oh no, kidding! Architect, but very artistic, but not in the sort of music. Thing, but uh-huh. she seems she's like I could tell you like I'll play a record or actually the last thing that I did here with Joe was with a group called the Avid Brothers They're from North Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I played on their record, but I didn't play on all the records. I played on four or five songs. And so she, I, I said, "Here's um, these guys are playing the show with us, and we're doing interviews. Play the record for them." No, that's not you. <laughs> oh yeah, that one's you. She, like, she can tell. She can tell. She says, "Is yeah. this some kind of space?" Yeah. It's like good, good. For a I layman, can, like I was like, "That's interesting." I can always tell Chris. It's because he has that really rock steady kick and snare. Yep. But Unless then his hi hat is all swing. Mm. It's so cool. And I always know it's musical. I mean, even before I have to come up with a part, it's already music. Makes it easy. Wow, how about that? 
That's a nice That's compliment. That's a nice thing to say. You well, know, you know the uh, the the famous uh, Lisa Lisa Crist not Lisa Crystal. What was Karen her? Crystal? Karen Crystal. Oh, Hil- she Hilly, was so sweet. Hilly Crystal, from the owner of CBGB. She was a curmudgeon the, the most Pat- of the time, but Patron. she was so sweet to us. She loved the Talking Heads. She hated every other band there, but she used to say. When we were doing our sound check, she would always be in there making sure that, I don't know what exactly she was checking up on, but she was always checking up in the late afternoon to make sure that everything was what, okay. What was, it? was she the, what was it? She was co-owner. She, Hilly's She's wife co- okay. and, and mm-hmm. ex-wife, okay. but she was the co-owner. And okay. they had, they had she this, was making sure they that had this, uh, symbiotic they relationship, weren't leaking, you know, you know funds. And keeping an eye on the place. Yeah. She was. But she she used to always compliment me. Uh, we would be doing our sound check, and yeah. she'd say, when you play, it sounds like music. Oh, see, that's the best. <laughs> that's the, like, a, you know, not, not a jazz drummer, or more of a rock drummer. We're not known for our, you know... Musicality. Music or, or melodic sound or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, rhythm. But it has to be tonal. I think so. She, I think anyway, there has to be she, that. She, I think so. Karen Crystal had a reputation for being a, a, a tremendous curmudgeon. That's a good term well, that, for it. Well, but, well, but that she was, was always, being nice. She was no, always no, no, no. so she nice. Was, she was actually really us. super, super nice to us. She had this other reputation, but we never saw, we never that, saw other, that side of her. We never saw it. She was always just absolutely delightful to us. And 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 but to if this you day, ask, I mean, if you could ask Johnny Ramone about her, he oh, would. Oh, but Johnny, would, <laughs> Johnny hated everybody. Johnny hated she me. And, Johnny, she and Johnny uh, butted heads. Yeah, Johnny hated me <laughs> until he found out that I was a big Ramones fan. I mean, it took him forever to realize. You know, I only did like him so many favors, and he had no idea. He, he it was like he was like clueless about who were his friends, and then one day. He got hit on the head by by another curmudgeon. <laughs> he got hit on the head with a pipe and was sent to the hospital, which was horrible, in in a coma. and And he came out of it with a with a cracked skull and a and a you know had to shave all his game? beautiful was hair off. It, it was no, no. It was on the street in New York. Oh, wow. It was just one of those punk things. And uh, and. Uh, he, okay, I remember we were coming, going down, was it 6th Avenue? And I, somebody was saying, hey, Chris and Tina. And it was Johnny running after me and Chris and saying, hey. And he grabbed us and I thought, oh, okay, here it comes. He's going to slug me now. <laughs> and, How come you hate me so much? And he, no, no, he, I, I was never afraid of him, but Tommy, Tommy Ramon used to really be afraid that I was going to get it because I was a girl and everything. And I, but I always stood up to him, and I, but I liked him. I, I, I was on his side. And um, so he, he said, Chris and Tina, I understand you like me. I said, yes, of course. We've always loved the Ramones. And, and he said, I understand. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, wow, Eureka, you know, you're on my side. Yeah. You're not the enemy. Yeah. And so from then on, it was, it was we're buddies. Yeah, okay. we're bros. You like yeah. me? Okay, we're good now. Yeah, you like the Ramones. You love the Ramones. Yeah, of course, we're totally but did you guys in. play with the Ramones? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Our, our from the very beginning. Our first show ever was opening for the Ramones at CBGB's, our first tour 
ever. Yeah. The first tour we ever did was a tour of Europe and the UK with with supporting the Ramones. Wow. In 1977. Uh-huh. It was at the... Uh, did you guys... I'm sure you were... We shared a bus. Yeah, so you were co-mingling. We shared a bus. It was not... But it was not a tour bus like with bunks in it. It was like a tourist bus with seats. Seats. Yeah. So we would drive... We'd have to get up really early in the morning and drive long distances a lot of times. Uh, and the equipment went in a separate truck. Yeah. But but we stayed in the same hotels and uh, you know we our our career talking heads and the Ramones some uh, our careers are somehow uh, forever intermingled yeah. even though we're like kind of opposite sides yeah, of the, uh, they, they, we're the you know the yin and yang of they of thought the New York. we were such artsy fartsy <laughs> people because you know we our idea we, you know we would we would he's get, like Public kid loves baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nazi memory. Right. <laughs> yeah. But we got yeah. along really great with yeah, with like everybody. You know, like, with, yeah. With Didi was very artistic, and he had yeah. so many ideas. And we would walk all around Amsterdam with Didi, you know, and talk music and ideas and what was good to do. And we'd go to clubs together. the th- The thing that Johnny didn't like was when we would go to museums. Oh, they're so artsy fartsy. They they like to go look at art. You know? <laughs> oh, so he thought you <laughs> but, were but, too Yeah. You know. But 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 he didn't understand that that sort of refreshed our palate and gave us, you know, more ideas for our music. Mm. The, but, the, the, oh, yeah. the great story of, of that tour <laughs> is is I mean there are many great stories from that tour, but Perhaps the greatest is, yeah. is when we Stonehenge. our tour manager was, a, was our tour manager was a great British tour manager a classic Mickey Stewart was his name and yeah. he had he had taken the job because nobody else would take it you know these <laughs> the punk groups from New York wanted. and uh, he 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 took us around on. The, all over Europe, and, and he knew like every le- pub, every great restaurant, every you know, every great truck stop. He knew them, the, all the the best hotels for bands to stay, all that. So he said, "Look, we're going to be going by Stonehenge today. We got the we got the day off. Let's let, what do you say we stop and have a look at Stonehenge? Wouldn't you guys love to do that?" And Johnny said, "No, no fucking way." <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's just a bunch of old rocks. <laughs> and Dee Dee stood up and said, no, Johnny, I want to see Stonehenge. <laughs> and all of us in the talking heads, we said, yeah, we want to see Stonehenge. Hell yeah. And so we stopped at Stonehenge. And this was in the days there was no fence up yet. Yeah, you could now there's a fence. It, right? You could go up and touch the rocks, the stones. And... Uh, we all did that, but Johnny stayed on the bus. Stay on the bus. Yeah. Sticking to it. Yep. Not going. Yeah, it was hilarious. Well, he was a man that he, <laughs> he, he seemed to... You guys know much better than me. I, I, but, you know, know bless his bit. heart, but he was, he, he was a real... He was mean as a snake. <laughs> and he and really ru- ruled that band with an iron fist, and, right? And... and, and yeah, our, but he our made manager, it work. But he made it, it was, but it wasn't. He made it work, but it, but it also killed them. Our manager said that thanks to Johnny's, you know... Business sense. Business sense, 
all of the Ramones ended up being millionaires, mm. even though they never had one single hit record, mm -hmm. which is saying something, you know, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, uh, I yeah. mean, I I completely disagree with a lot of what the way Johnny handled people, but as far as the band goes, I think mm -hmm. he. He probably had the right idea. No, he was there. Was there was a lot about Johnny worked, that was very cool. Like like when he when they got yeah. their when they got their first gold record, Johnny went swung by the office to pick it up on his bicycle, and he strapped it to the back of his bicycle with bungee cord. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's classic. But but you know Johnny. Well, he used to carry his guitar Johnny, in his shopping yeah. bag. Johnny Johnny <laughs> drove the, the rest of the band crazy because he always <laughs> everybody always had to sit in the same seat, and it would drive him nuts if any of us he had OCD or something. He, it would drive him nuts if any of us sat in a different seat on the bus. <laughs> Something's wrong here. <laughs> yeah. So. This is but, not right. But he yeah. would always sit in the front seat next to Monty, who was driving. And he would control the radio, and it was always tuned to a baseball game. Yeah. And that drove Dee Dee crazy because Dee Dee was very musical. Dee Dee wrote all their songs. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. Joey wrote a couple of great tunes, mm -hmm. but Dee Dee, you know, he was prolific. Mm -hmm. He wrote a, you know, a song a day. Mm -hmm. Even when he wasn't in the group, he wrote all the songs. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He continued to write for them, mm -hmm. and and uh, so ev all of that. Dee Dee was, the, he's made out to be like this real. Well, uh, we always called him the noble savage <laughs> because he was he was that he was he, he, he was every, he was free of a lot of the paraphernalia that you get growing up um, that's thrown at you in a middle class environment. He grew up on an army base in Germany and with very little guidance and um, so it, I think what it turned out is that he had uh, bipolar disorder that was untreated. Mm. And, and um, his first wife, uh, Vera, she did a really great job of getting him on meds and that was a very good beginning for him of understanding that he had to go with this program or, you know, because he was chemically imbalanced. But, but he, um, was, that? When did he was really her? brilliant, genius. Um, he married her early okay. on in the 70s, and then after after his girlfriend Connie, Connie was Connie was another trip. She she stabbed him in the ass the day before we went to Europe. It was a fight over heroin. Um, <laughs> but so he was. Don't <laughs> make people. Yeah. Yeah. Stab oh one my God! It goes on and on. I mean, <laughs> these stories go on and on and on. But but they they were I tell you they were a great band and and every one of them was was fantastic and thank thank goodness Tommy Ramone is still there to tell the tale yeah, yeah. and Marky Marky you know did you, you ever notice Tommy's drumming style you uh, know it's I, I, so we did we when Johnny was sick. We did a charity show in Hollywood at the Palace about a few months before he died. Not uh -huh. so long before he was actually Johnny was too sick to come to um, Rob Zombie. Oh yeah, putting, uh -huh. putting it on. And, 
lot of groups played, and and um, Marky was there. I don't think Marky played though. But so our guitar player at the time, John Frusciante, was really good friends with John. Uh-huh. They were pals. Right, right. And so it's very upsetting when he was when he was dying. You know, yeah. Slow cancer. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Hey, you know what? You gotta sit down to pee. What's that? It's it's it's. You gotta sit down to pee. Yeah, men, you just have to get those toilets with the really large oval. Yeah. So that it's comfortable. Yeah. And but there's no standing up puts such a strain on the prostate. That's so weird to me though, because you think that man was. you know, sort of built to stand up to pee. Well, he certainly is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some people, some people go by the uh, one moniker of the mis- human tripod. One of God's mistakes <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or now curse. Yeah. The human tripod. <laughs> no, but but, but uh, hey, biology. You know, nature also invented death. So yeah. to, you know. Get rid of the old stuff, so the new stuff could come in. The new growth could come in, but, but you know, no, seriously, if you want to protect yourself, um, you want to. I mean, this is just. I like this. Doctor Tina. Doctor, this is Doctor Tina. Doctor Tina. Gentlemen, sit down when you pee. Yes, it's best. Except when you're in a public place and the, yeah. the urinals are on yeah. the wall. That yeah. might be a little difficult. Don't, no, in, in anybody, in anybody's... In your own toilet seat, you no. might have to pee. Well, you know, in Italy, they have these bathroom fixtures where you have to sit down for everything. No. <laughs> yeah, you have to, yeah. For <laughs> everything. No, we, uh, we're we ready. Okay, we should order. order. Sorry, yeah. we're order. talking order. too much. No, we will... Okay. We uh we we had some gnocchi recently in Bologna. Oh boy, so good. Yeah. It's in Europe in general, like strawberries and tomato. They they taste. Yeah. But you have a good you have a good metabolism, man. You I mean I remember you were a skinny kid. Oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 Well, you still are very fit. And you're still you're um, still. You're still slender as <coughs> but, all but, get but, out. You know, drumming and, and, and just staying active in general. Like, I don't do any... Yeah, I think it's par- do you, partially genetic. And jeans and being yeah. jeans. Do, do, you, do you play drums like every day or anything like that? I, play, I don't. I don't. I don't play every... I mean, when we're on tour, you know, that's, yeah. that's oh, enough oh, playing for me. On tour every day, yeah. That's yeah. enough, like, that's four enough. times a week yeah. or whatever. I mean, do you, you haven't had to have operations like Max Weintraub or something He's had to have, he had to, when, when we met him in 1987, he'd already had five operations on his hands. Yeah. From playing those well, five, four hour shows. I remember shows that guy, uh, Jack Irons. Yeah. He was the drummer before me. Yeah, he would have his, I saw him with Pearl Jam. Yeah. It's he would, nice, have, after right? the show, have his hands in ice. Well, you had to do that for a while when well, we had to do those, yeah, those had, two and a half hour shows. I got some tendonitis one time, but, um, uh, he was in agony. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to wear like a baseball glove or anything? No. No, my hands aren't too see. bad right now because I haven't been playing a lot. But oh, I yeah. just get. You have good hands. I just get. I, I, can you read my poem? Yeah. Really? Yeah. She can. Really? Yeah. She can. 
Tina does everything. No, no, no. There's a lot. Sit down when you pee. There's a lot I don't read my poems. Psychic. You have to remember my 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 mother. My mother was 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 learning to be a doctor when the when World War Two crushed that dream, and she married my father, and she had eight kids, and five of them. Oh, let's see, six of them are girls, and so many of them became kind of like the opposite of your. They family. became registered nurse. <laughs> um, they're all in healing arts, all of them. They're so, and they have this natural ability. My mother had a, had a natural kind of psychic ability that she got from her grandmother, and uh, and she could diagnose things. She could know when what people had. And that's a gift. That's a gift. Amazing. Yes, it's a gift. But but so we all have it a little bit, you know. It's good, I think. It's a good thing. It's a good Chris thing. is Chris has it too. I mean, that's the good thing about him and me is that he can deal with my craziness because he has that psychability. <laughs> he can deal with it. How long do you have been married? Thirty-six years. But we've been friends for forty-one. So I think I think it, school, or 42. went through school, yeah, uh-huh. and then we were friends for five we, years. We, we met we, got we met the sophomore year of school. I got I got sorry. Yeah, it's, you, it's yeah you got to take Justin. Sixteen. That is such a great age. It's scary as hell. Get up, but when she get up, it's so great too. Yeah. <laughs> So, Trump, so, so where does he live? Oh, oh he plays a trombone. Plays a trombone. Where does he live? He lives in in Naples, Florida. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a Napoli. Yes. Florida. Yeah. Florida. Florida. <laughs> he's over there on the Gulf side. Yeah. And, um, that's nice there. Yeah. They moved. Well, you know, they wanted to be I had famous. a we we got scared when our when our younger son was sixteen. Our because he was, he, had, you, he went through two punk bands that were really excellent punk yeah. bands. But um, then he now he's a visual artist, which is great. He left music. He was such a good musician, drummer when he, when too. He was a drummer. He was a yeah. drummer, ah. drummer play, and lead singer. He could play key, he keyboards both. too. And one wow. band he was a lead singer, the other band he was a drummer. Wow! And he, like Iggy, yeah, he was a good drummer. Exactly. Better like than me. He was really, really good. Why do you, why do you think, why did you... I think he, I think he saw the writing on the wall that the music <laughs> business is, you might as well do something else mm. these days. Mm. I mean... It, <clears throat> I'm so glad, though, because the one, kids one that reason, he was... One reason is that his brother, our other son, mm-hmm. is totally focused on music. Mm. And I think he didn't want to compete with him. Mm. Yeah, they've yeah, always. So he's come. younger. He's younger than. The, he's than younger. Man. He's he's the younger brother, and um, and he was he's extremely musical, but he's also very visual. So he's doing the, the he's doing really well, and just had a show in Milan. Just had a show in uh, uh, Basel, Switzerland. Just had a had a show in L.A. Uh, a few months ago. Had a show in New York. That just. Closed, but I mean, he's doing he's doing well. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Good yeah. for you guys. Make and you know, that's kind of amazing because 
I always knew both kids had different, you know, talents. Uh, but both were musical and both were visual. Yeah. And I really expected that our older son, Robin, was going to go visual all the way. Mm. And now he's the music, musical one. Right. And that Egan, our younger son, was going to be the musical one. Because, I mean, he won... When he was eight years old, he entered a contest. I, I'm totally against contests and judging artists and all those things. It's not a competition. No, it's not. And somebody always has to lose, and I hate that. So, so I said, you know, I don't really like this. I don't approve of it because somebody's going to lose and someone's going to be really hurt, and it's it could be you. And um, he said, well, I've already filled out all the paperwork. All you have to do is sign it. <laughs> so I said, oh, okay, you know, I don't want to, you know, be a wet towel on that. So, so, you know, eight years old, and he wins the damn competition, not only, you know, for the state, for the school, for the state, and then nationally for all elementary schools as best, best composition and, and performance. And I, you know, and I didn't give him any help. I said, you have to do this by yourself. Yeah. You know, I was, Chris is the soft touch in our family. That made me be the real gorilla. Mm -hmm. I had to be the... <laughs> well, I, well, I have the same dynamic in my... You, you know, this has She's to happen. She's a bad cop and Some, I'm like, some, dad. Somebody has to be the guy who gives you the reality check, you know? Mm -hmm. And so... I just said, all right, it's not fair because your parents have a recording studio <laughs> over the garage, so it's totally not fair. So what you have to do is you have to take this boombox cassette recorder and you have to press the button mm -hmm. and do it that way. Thank you. And... <laughs> and, Figure it out. And he, he did. did it. And he did. <laughs> and he did it. Oh and he won. And the and the kid who won nationally for all the schools was a high school kid, 17 years old. So I said, hey, you didn't do too bad. Yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> yeah. who's lived yeah. almost twice as long. long yeah, who's more than more twice, than twice as long. Yeah. yeah. So, but he did That's have amazing. he did have that painful episode of. The other kid in this class who was, you know, taking piano lessons, doing classical piano, who was totally, totally injured and hurt because he didn't win anything. And yet, you know, he was... It's a young age too for that sort of stuff. Yeah, Egan wrote this song. The, the, the song he, he it's called Egan's won. Blues. It's called Egan's, Egan's Blues. Blues. And I said, yeah, like you're eight Egan, I didn't even know you were sad. <laughs> yeah. What do you have the What do you have the blues about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's probably, oh, it's just a name, Dad. You know, it doesn't mean yeah. anything. Well, the first song he wanted to learn was "Let's Spend the Night Together." You know, I mean, I said, I said, aren't you a little young for that? He said, I like to bring my dog into my bed. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, God, they say the craziest things, right? Yeah, they do. They really do. They really do. They really do. Yeah. Oh yeah, they... How did you guys navigate that? I, I'm 
Well, so hard, man. You know, we started having kids just when that was the end of Talking Heads, and it was just so. Uh, it was kind of a disaster because I thought, well, I couldn't have kids before because, you know, that would ruin the band. So I waited and waited and, you know, I did everything. I made all the sacrifices. And that And then, and then as soon as I had my kids, David Byrne went, goodbye. So then we had to figure it out. And one of the things we did do was decide, you know what, family and friends are, life is really short and family and friends are just the most important thing you can have and you shouldn't just think that it's all about your career. Because somehow the career will take care of itself if you take care of your family and your friends. That's good, I like that. Yeah. And that's pretty much been what's happened. what you got, that's great. So we're we're happy about that. There were there was a difficult period there where we were really it's sandwiched, um, but we got it we got it under control where we were like with the little with the young children, mm-hmm. we're still supporting our kids mm-hmm. to a great degree, and then the the, the older parents they were so precious and so beautiful that you just don't want to ever lose them and taking making sure they're okay that's that's a big deal you can't you that'll never come again you know everything is to be savored once in a lifetime it happens and then you have and then it's gone so we just took all every time nothing was happening instead of just driving ourselves crazy with oh my god nothing's happening we just say okay fuck it let's go to france that was in conversation and listen to music radar hi it's chad i'm with tina i'm with chris we're here in new york city thank you so much you guys i really really appreciate you coming out taking your time sharing your stories and your wisdom and uh it's really nice to make two friends the feeling is completely mutual chad Cheers. Cheers, Sean. And I will be um, peeing sitting down from now on. Please, take care of your prostate. (laughs) A PSA from Tina Wayman. Thank you very much.